Hey guys, it's me, Maxi Rainbow. And I'm Renata from the eSpot. And welcome back to the ninth episode of the Joint Slay podcast. Yes. Yes, in this episode, we have a really, really slow, barren news week. Nothing happened this week. I it's mean, kind of crazy. Like last week, we literally had to not talk about things, and now they're not timely, so there's no point to bring them up. But now it's like this week, it's a total news desert. Yeah, exactly. I literally went to, I have like five Eurovision news sites that I frequent, and I go to all of them, and I'm like, y'all haven't posted anything in a week. Like there's nothing to talk about at all. So in this episode, we have a really fun little game planned. Renata, would you like to explain a little bit about what they can you know, look forward to? Yeah, so we decided to do the national final 2023 ranking that uh, ESC Gabe had just done on YouTube. And it's uh, going to be super interesting to see where we rank all of the national finals this year. But first, I'm going to give a little bit of a shout out to our patrons. These are people who went over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash joint podcast, where you can subscribe, get early access to our full length video episode of the podcast every Thursday ad free. So shout out to our most recent subscriber, Norbert. And if you would like a shout out in the next episode, head over to our Patreon and subscribe over there. And shout out to everybody who's been watching and listening over on Spotify, on YouTube, all of the platforms. Thank you to everybody who has been supporting the Joint Slate podcast. We are nine episodes in. That is so exciting. So thank you to everyone for that. It's so crazy we've been doing this for nine episodes. It's been so fun. I'm so excited things are finally kicking off a little bit for us and that we can start to make more content for people and have more conversations happening because it's so fun to see the conversations happen in the comments. If you're watching this live on YouTube for the premiere, make sure you leave a comment. Say what country you're from. Let us know who's watching. Uh, And follow along with our national final ranking that we do too because we really want to hear what you guys think. Yes. And I want to say, so for next week, we are going to be on our 10th episode of the Joint Slate podcast. So you're not going to want to miss. There's going to be an extra special little Patreon exclusive over there. So, you know, I'm not going to say specifically what it is just yet. But if you like these games that we've been doing, you know, that's a little hint. You'll get a little extra special little something over there for that. So so head over and subscribe so you don't miss any of that. And yeah, guys, on to the episode. All right. So let's jump into this section. I think this is going to be pretty fun, kind of keeping with the theme that we've had of doing like rankings and games over the past couple weeks. Um, so ESC Gabe had just done this awesome tier list ranking video on YouTube of national finals. And last week we had talked about our national final, like songs that got left behind in the national finals. And I thought this would be cool to do a ranking together of yes. the national finals and see like where where we come up. What's the like the joint sleigh verdict on where these national finals fit inside of a tier list? So we're actually going to try something a little bit different. Hopefully technology doesn't get in the way of this being a smooth transition, but we're going to screen share <laughs> and we're going to work on this tier list together and see how things figure out. 
Yes. Now I do want to say, <clears throat> guys, if it, go watch uh, ESC Gabe's video. It's so entertaining. I watched it right before we started filming. And first of all, it's so entertaining and he's so well informed. He went and listened to every single song of it. And he talked about like the production, like he watched the selection. He didn't just listen to the songs. He watched the entire TV show for every single one. And so he was so well informed. This we are going off vibes. We're going off. You know, we maybe have not even heard a single song in the selection, but you know what? That says something about our interest in it. So, you know, if you want a really nice, well-informed one, go there. But if you want to see our opinions and everything like that, and of course, keep on watching just for our opinions. So. That's a really good point. I'm glad you said that because uh, ESC Gabe's video was amazing. I was laughing my ass off during parts of the video. He's really funny. And I remembered meeting him in Liverpool briefly and I, mm -hmm. I really liked him. I thought he was really nice. Uh, so it was cool to see him doing YouTube. So actually subscribe to him, subscribe yes. to us and then subscribe to him um, because I, I think he's going to be making more videos. I'm guessing. I, I would hope I because hope that so. first one was really good. Yeah, we're going to be stealing all his ideas. Yes, thank you, Gabe. <laughs> okay, let's screen share. Okay, so do we want to like name these tiers? They're like S, A, B, C, and D. I feel like we need to have at least one category that is like the like no opinion, not enough information category. Yeah, like maybe D could be like, I don't know her. <laughs> yes. Well, S has to be play. Oh, true, true, <laughs> true. How about C is like watch only on commercials? Because I know like I'll be doing that. Like, <laughs> I'll, like, I'll, be, I'll have like two you, that I really Yeah, you switch in, over. <laughs> and, and then it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll watch this one while the other ones are, you know, on a break. Because uh -huh. Slay would be like our must watch. So we've got the ones that we've definitely got to watch. Um, and then I guess we, I would say there's the other ones would be like the next best. Let's call this one just a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh my God, that's so good. That's so uh, good. Just a little bit. And then the ones that we watch during the commercials and I don't know her. Okay. I think this, yeah. I think this is pretty good. And we can always update those as we go along. Um, but I guess we'll just go alphabetically from the first one that pops up in the feed. Uh, yes. So we're going to start off really strong here because it's Benidorm Fest. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, yeah, it's definitely up there for me. It's between Slay and Next Best. Pardon me. Oh, hmm. I feel like for me, it's a Slay. There, when I look at my like national final list from the past couple of years, a lot of the songs are from Benidorm Fest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they have a lot of robberies because there has been really good caliber. And also this is a new contest. It, there's only been two editions of it, right? It's been two. That's true. That's and true. Both were incredible. So I feel like they yeah. started it so strong that I think it's a slay from the start. I actually agree. And you know what? Anything for the power for a country to be able to create a national selection seemingly out of thin air and with two within, honestly, not even after just the one edition, completely transform the 
culture of the way that people are looking at Spain and Eurovision and also in the country of Spain. Everybody, the hype is multiplied by a million now because of Benidorm Fest. So, yeah. Totally. You're so right. And I think like they, they, we should give them their flowers because all of that mm-hmm. is very true. I think the people who have been producing this show have really knocked it out of the park because they do have a population that gives a shit about Eurovision. Yes. They love the pre-parties. They love Eurovision regular. They love terrorizing everybody on Twitter after the fact and during <laughs> the season. Um, but you know they- what? Some countries wish they had such voracious fans. Damn right. I bet the Czech Republic delegation would be happy to have people to to be such a serious fan base that you even can get a bad reputation. Like that means that like you're serious fans and I, and I respect that. So it actually, it is really smart because it went from literally being like, Oh, Spain getting zero. I mean, I guess that makes sense to Blanca Paloma robbed because yeah. everyone thought she was going to do amazing and mm-hmm. getting the amount of points that she got wasn't enough. Whereas in previous years, it was more than they could have hoped for. Yeah. In no time. So yeah, yeah Benadorm Fest definitely is a sleigh. I agree. Okay. Festival de Cansao. Okay. Honestly, mm. This one's hard because I don't follow Festivali de Cansao 100%. I only really see, I see, I, I'll go back and I'll see who people are talking about and I'll listen to them. But to be honest, like I didn't have many songs this year that I, that I save. Uh, and I think that it's one of those ones where the quality is always really good. Like I go and I listen to the songs and I think these are all amazing they're portuguese through and through like just there's there's just like i love how much portugal puts portugal into the contest but but i don't really often find myself saving a lot of the songs at the end of the day you know what i mean i it's it's great but it doesn't have that long stand like for me i yeah. I think for me it's it's probably just a little bit because um something that I really like about this contest is like you said it feels very Portuguese. You can tell that they really make it with their uh domestic audience in mind. Um but I have been super impressed the past few years with the visual identity of this contest. Mm-hmm. Um they have these really you can tell incredibly thoughtful artistic concepts behind all of the designs, the title cards, the font choices. Mm-hmm. That's true. There, That's true. There was one year they had these kind of postcard things where it was like they made a new piece of artwork for every single song. And oh, wow. it was just really cool. Like you could tell that they really thought about it. And and I really have appreciated that. But at the same time, like you had said, like not a lot of songs really ended up in my playlist. And I feel like it, for me, it actually probably is watch only during commercials. I That's wish what that I it would was just it. a little bit. Yeah. Like visually, I want to say it's just a little bit, but musically, I think it's watch during commercials. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I love it. I like, uh, that's the thing. I love it for the art. And like, I, I actually love watching it, but I don't find myself going back 
mm-hmm. and rewatching it. Like it's a great show of Portuguese art. Yes. But as a national selection, well, I mean, honestly, it's been doing good as a national selection. They've been getting great results. But yeah, I think watch only during commercials for me. Wow, we are in agreement so far. That's interesting. It will not continue. <laughs> it won't continue. I, I, it could even end on this next one. Okay, <laughs> Una Voce por San Marino. Um, this thing is such a hot mess express. Yeah, another one that is, okay, I will say, I am, I think that San Marino, what I love San Marino is such a fandom, like Euro fandom country. And I love when they introduced a national selection that was basically like, all right, guys, this is for anybody all over the world that has an interest in Eurovision. This will be the place for you. And you get people from far and wide and you get hundreds and hundreds of submissions. And most of them are all atrocious. But it's just the the fact that people like it's a place it's a home for the Euro fandom almost. So I love the fact that San Marino is doing that and like they're the perfect country to do it for. But like in terms of quality that we get from it, it's very much lacking. Yeah, I think that's an understatement. Although because on, on the Euro fan aspect though, it has given us some really incredible like gems of what the fuck moments. Like there was that like purple sky song, I think it was called, that had become a meme with like the crazy dance moves. <laughs> uh, so it is pretty iconic. And there um, were some great songs. I mean, there are still some songs from this year that I am still listening to. So, and there are some national selections that are of way bigger countries that don't have that. So. That's a good point. I think and for they get, me, and they got some, you know, they got one of our favorite bands. Peak Jacks, love those Peak guys. Jacks. We love them. I would say just a little bit. I'm going to say just, yeah, I think, well, okay, so good, we're still, okay, three for three. Damn. You guys, <laughs> our rift has been mended from the last weeks. Okay, Pabandam Ishnauo, R.I.P., yeah. Um, you know, See, I it's think not it's, next best. You're a liar. It's one that I always watch. But this year, how was it this year? It was not the best year for it. It wasn't. You you loved Rudimer. I did, yeah. And I loved Rudimer. But let's talk about the rigory of the votes. Like, that wasn't fair. It cannot be a next best because of the way the tiebreaker was that it cannot be there and i do feel like there have been years where i'm like oh my god this person was robbed of being qualified from the semi-final because they had like there were amazing outstanding songs that were left in the semi-final there aren't many songs from this year that i i feel like that i feel like that with i mean i feel I'm still listening to Rudimer. I'm still listening to that. Let me think about me. But that one was I'm, good. Need More Fun was as, good too. Oh, yeah. But there aren't as many as previous years. Like, I feel like for, and, and it's too long. It's yeah. just, yeah. so I, I would say just a little bit because it's still, I, I still like it as a national selection, but definitely not next best, I would say. Okay, I'll allow that, but it has to be above 
San Marino because the production quality it's not even it's close yeah, to being yeah, the yeah. same. San Marino's like just auditions, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to pick up my phone because it dropped at a certain point there. Oh, you're good. Oh god, is it gonna be I'm cracked? Gonna... <gasps> no, it's okay. It like hit like the I've got this really old antique desk and it's got these little feet that kind of stick out and it's all oh, metal yeah. and, it, and the phone was down like this on one of those feet. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Who's next? Oh, okay. Vidbeer. Well. You could probably scroll down a little. I can I? Like hide the emojis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay. Like that. Yeah. I mean, for me, Ukraine has to be a sleigh, right? I don't think this year. Really? You don't think? I would, no. I think that Vidbeer every year consistently has been, like, one of my favorite national selections. I did find last year, or, or yeah, last year's a little bit weaker. And I, I will say, like, part of that is no fault of their own. Obviously, they had a rough year. And yeah. I think that it was very impressive, the show that they put on, given the circumstances. But it was just, like, you know, looking at it for what it was, it was, like, less than years prior. There are, I mean, uh, that Finca song, so good. So good. Amazing. But, and and I know you love Torchy. I did. What did you think of uh, Jerry Hill? Jerry Hill. Hi. I I hated it. I loved vegan. That I loved vegan. I did not like when got, I agree. So <gasps> wow, that is so controversial. I, People hated me for that at the time. No, because I again, just like Noah, I was a huge Jerry fan. She had just put out like this outstanding song that I swear could have won Eurovision, and she should have sent that to Vidbeer. When God shut, I was like, you usually sing in Ukrainian, like, and, and you know, I'm, but I just, I don't like when you normally sing in a language. And then sometimes I feel like when you sing in a, in English, just for only ever your Eurovision entries, it feels like you're doing that because you feel like you have to, because it's Eurovision. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want you to feel yeah. that way. Um, and it just was such a downgrade of her actual music. So I feel like there was only really two songs I, I listened to from that selection. Whereas years prior, like I was listening to like every single song. You I know mean, what? That's a good point. I mean, I, I feel like I give them props for the circumstances they did it under. They had better sound quality than some of these other places <laughs> that weren't filming in a metro stop. So yeah. like the, but I do agree because I, I keep forgetting that we're t talking about 2023. We're not just mm -hmm. talking about the contest in general. We're talking about literally this year and we can't take the other years into account as well. But yeah, I guess this was a next best this year. It definitely yeah. Yeah. Uh, had some weaknesses. Okay. Still good. And I still think about that time when um when whoever the host was stepped on one person's dress. Iconic. Yes. What was it the host? I don't know, but iconic. Yeah, iconic. that was really funny. I forget. Did it happen to yeah, it was it was last year because it was the girl who had a song that was extremely similar to Jerry Hyle's song. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't I'm blanking on, on what it was called. Um yeah. Okay, moving over to your people. Okay. I feel like, oh, see, this is what's hard. Because now I'm looking at it and I'm like, it doesn't deserve to be in the I don't know her category. 
I almost feel offensive putting it in the same category as Festivali de Consal. <laughs> but what I, I will say, it was entertaining. It was entertaining to me. It was kind of a mess that like, but it was entertaining. And I, I will say there were some good songs. Were I'm there? Sorry, Lay- yes. Midnight Summer Nights was good. That Layla was good. Jane's song was good in the studio. There was that other guy that I don't remember his name at all, but he had a really good song and it was just a horrible live again. Like, and yeah. And they had funny commercials. Product yeah, I was going to say, I, I think that the, uh, the basket of peanut butter should have actually won and gone to Eurovision, but um we got what we got. See, I so I don't know. So I will admit that I watched the whole thing. I watched every second of this. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it had us engaged. It's shite. <laughs> it it is, is. It is. It is. It literally, to me, it is just one of the absolute worst formats that you could possibly do. I do not understand the format at all. Mm. I think it's super weird that British people can vote in this. And I know that it's because of northern ireland but because of the way the country code system works what i understand is that anybody in england can actually vote so it's just like i don't know something with the voting is weird the formatting is weird the songs they pick mostly suck they rig it for people i mean that that's speculative but um i mean to me it is easily one of the worst yeah that's fair but it had us engaged, so I would put it in watch only during commercials. But behind FDC. But behind, yes, for sure. zero art to Eurosong. They don't even have good sound people running and, Eurosong. And you don't even have the opportunity to do staging. You don't have the opportunity to show a concept in your visuals. Like, it's like... And they had those terrible people who talked after every yeah. song and said like oh you're just like Beyonce like it was like a low budget like they were trying to it was like a community theater put on a reenactment of the voice or something god yeah you know like it was just like low budget but like trying to be something that it just wasn't and it wasn't even like criticism like everything that they said yeah. was positive and that just can't be how it's done if you're gonna do it um, because we all listen to the same songs and watch the same performances. Mm. And uh, that, yeah, and I, I hate it when they do the judging thing anyway, because there's literally no reason for them to do the judging thing. It makes no sense. Um, yeah. Like in the voice or whatever, it makes sense because you're like on the team and you like build over time, but that is not what it is. And it's not constructive. So it, there's no point to it. Exactly. But you know what? One positive is they got some big names to compete, and that's great. Sure, yeah. And they didn't withdraw, so... Exactly. We can't have my people withdraw. Yeah. All right. Moving over to Albania. I don't know her. Yeah? I don't know. I did not watch it. It's too complicated to watch. I don't know a single... So I can't react to them because of how their release schedule now. And I just, honestly, the quality is not good enough for me to care to sit through hours and hours and hours and to rush to go and watch it before the final. Like, I just, 
I hate the way they're doing it now because I do feel like Fick had a lot of hype back in the day because they were always the first people to release their songs and there's nothing else to talk to talk about. So everybody talked about it, but because of their schedule now and them not releasing the songs until it's performed live, nobody was talking about it last year. You know what? I agree with you. And that feels terrible to say because I always did like this one, but that's a great point that if they're not released, it was always because they've released the songs early and they've taken that away from themselves, which is really poor management of the contest and seems to be that they're kind of out of touch with like the fans who watch. And maybe mm-hmm. that's what the Albanians want, but I don't think it's doing them any favors for this. And I, I didn't watch it last year, and I don't remember a single song. And yeah. who represented Albania this year? Duye, and I always forget. And, and it was also, a fine song, but yes, I also forget, obviously. Yeah, and also, I mean, they switched up the voting, which I know we did talk about, like, in the last episode, was, like, we're excited about where they're going with that. But it was still a little bit, I think it's silly that the person who won Fick did not represent Albania. That it was, yeah. like, only the person who won the television. Like, two-step voting, it's just weird. It, it, yeah, go back to how it used to be in that, in regards to the release schedule, at least. Yes. Okay. So, another hot mess express. <laughs> Selecta yeah. Nacionalna from Romania. Obviously, we know her, so. Okay. I mean, well, this year... I was invested in every single step of this contest from the uh, auditions, the initial auditions where I was Mm. introduced for the first time to Theodore Andre and had to, from then on, endure the absolute pain of being a massive fan of the least liked song in a competition. And it's Mm. so funny to go back and watch those reactions of my first time listening to the song because I am, and I still feel the same way about it. I do think there is something there. He's extremely talented and uh, we we obviously both love Theodore, but um, it's just so funny that I was so sure other people were going to feel the same way and they didn't. Um, Mm -hmm. but there were also so many issues with this contest, um, that it can't possibly be in next best, like, especially looking at it next to Ukraine, Ukraine filmed theirs in a bunker or a Metro with amazing sound quality, high quality staging, no technical issues running off of fucking Starlink or whatever it was they were doing. Selectia Nationala, one of the songs, the half half of the song had a test screen on the background. I was pissing <laughs> myself. I literally, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. You could even, I'm pretty sure you could like hear like a USB get unplugged at one point from the computer. <laughs> like it that was so, so funny. embarrassing. This thing was such an embarrassment and obviously they treated Theodore terribly I feel like a lot of the songs actually weren't that good there were some I liked statues oh it was statues I didn't really love it I liked blah 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 
blah, blah, blah was okay, but none of them were, I mean, I didn't listen to any song in that and thought, oh, this is a Eurovision winner. Even Theodore, I didn't think he was a Eurovision winner, but um, I think I'd probably have to put it below San Marino just because the San Marino delegation actually supports their artists. Like Peak Jacks was equally supported or very well supported and equally disliked. Yeah, that's true. I, I I would agree with you where you're placing it, honestly. Okay. And I think that we are, unfortunately, in the minority in that. Like, I think everybody else would be, like, screaming at their screens. But also, like, honestly, at the end of the day, we did love the song that they ended up picking. So, like, yeah. you know. And the staging that they did with him for that, even though it, it was very panned, generally speaking, it was much better than what they gave us at Eurovision. So yes, they did pull yeah. it off then. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Alrighty, next country is Croatia. We've got Dora. I know where I'm putting this one for me. Where personally. would you put that? Oh, commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, part of me wanted to say I don't know her because personally, I didn't watch it. I but... literally did watch it during the commercials okay. of of Romania. I actually, enough. I might have, I might have watched it. I because I do have. It's like I have weird visions of it. <laughs> like it's my idea of it is spotty. So maybe I also watched it. Through. I think I usually do like a the dual screen that one of those websites do where they have them all playing at the same time. Yeah. And this is the one that I'm looking down, but it's always on mute. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm and just looking to see about- who won. ESC Plus Live. They're from yeah. Spain. They're and they honestly, they're amazing. They make it so you don't even need a VPN to yeah. to enjoy. So I appreciate those ESC Live people so much for what they do because it also makes it so much easier. What I'll normally do is I'll have like I'll have my tablet or something that's got ESC Plus Live on it, and then I can just see what's happening. And then I'll have like I'm the type of person who likes to actually like watch the show. I don't really like yeah. to jump around, so I'll have like a primary show. And then a secondary show, and then the one that I put on, you know, on commercials. And ESC Plus Live helps me out a lot, like with with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. That's what I use for when we get to the Super Saturdays, and there's like literally ten countries, and you're just like, I can't pick between, you know. So I'm just gonna yeah. have them all play. Um, yeah, I'll take. I can. I can. I'll. I'll I'm fine with it being watch only during commercials, but definitely and, and at the worse end. than than Eurosong. Yes, because I think Eurosong had better songs. Okay, I agree. And it was more watchable. Come here, Cookie. I'm I mean, sorry. and maybe that is just like our, like the. I think I think there is a bias to English language national selections, because. Yeah, we were all tuned into Eurosong. Literally, everybody was tuned in. Yeah, for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, but I I agree with the placement of that. Okay, that one was easy. We really actually are agreeing a lot here, cause like maybe because it's not really about individual songs. Maybe that's why. Yeah, 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 I think so. Okay, ESCZ as people call it, ESCZ. Um. Okay. Well, the quality I feel like was really good. Yeah. Um, the production of the national selection was horrible. One of the worst. Horrible. I mean, the live performances of everybody was a mess. 
they just shouldn't have bothered doing them. Like, either do them the way they were, like, a few years ago, where they were kind of, like, produced live performances. Those were really good. Those were really good, right? Do that. We don't need a live show. Because I'm sorry, y'all can't, y'all don't have the means to no. produce that. And so don't bother. Were, their results, I remember them giving it, it was like a, like a It was a PowerPoint. PowerPoint. It was a PowerPoint. Yeah. Remember when when they had the animation of Vesna's points going up was like slow, slow, or it was like fast, and then it slowed down, and then it went, <laughs> and, it, and the point bar went out of the screen. And it's like, the numbers made no sense. We were like, what is this, any of this? And there was like, there was low-key no like, transparency i suppose in in like how that was all like it was just it's it, it was just the most random shit ever the host was horrible yeah like and i remember okay like with peace and love to this guy like he's so nice but to the head of delegation of the czech republic i remember him posting on twitter he was like complaining about how he he messaged all the big eurovision bloggers and all of them said no to hosting where was my message? Because Lord knows I would have paid for my flight to go over and host that thing. And I would have done it. Like, and they should, I'm just, they should have done it. Oh that. my God. So, Czech Republic, it's not too late to get Chuck Maxi. Next year, guys, hit me up. Hit me up. I will go and I will host happy. And I, you know, while I'm over in the Czech Republic, I'll, I'll, I'll go visit. Um, oh, what's her name? Yazinki, what was her name? Yazinki, yeah, she was Judy. Really good. Judy. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go visit her baby. She just had a baby. So shout out to her. I'll go visit her baby while I'm over in Prague. Like I I'll make a whole whole weekend of it. So just hit me up. Yeah. Yeah, you but know, with this I one think it should go above Romania. I was thinking that too, because the song quality was better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay, Donsk Melody Grand Prix. I don't know her. You did? No. See, this is where we disagree. No. I have never watched this show. I never watched it until this year, but I was very invested in Riley. How did you not watch it? You loved Riley. I I just didn't did watch you not it. Love... Something else must have been on. I... I think it was actually really good. There were a couple of really good songs in it. Um, I mean, I I thought it was like pretty good. Like, I feel like it had us on the edge of our seats. You know, well, see, I liked it. <laughs> okay, but. I can I, I think it should at least be above thick because it was more it was okay. In terms of quality, the quality wasn't there, but production, it's still like watching Melfest. It's you know still what? you know, like You're that's right. The, thing. the production was good because I remember I think it's even in my reaction video to Riley saying, like, damn, like this actually stage looks nice. Yeah, like it is a big production. So, it, you know, I don't think it should be, yeah. I, okay. I can, 
I mean, I would put it above Croatia, but that's just me. We can settle for where it's at, though. This is the compromise vote because I really don't know her. Yes. Cookie, I have to put you down. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize. <laughs> you didn't even realize Cookie was there no. that whole time? Because your name cover, your name is covering it for me. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Have people not even been seeing Cookie this whole time? She's been on my lap pissing me off. That's like, I'm coming to look all weird because I'm trying to juggle my That's overweight so chihuahua. She does not want me to put her down. Oh, my God. She's like gripping on to me. Like, do not put me down, bitch. Do Cookie not. Cookie has opinions. Cookie, who is your favorite? Or what was your favorite national selection? Cookie's favorite national selection probably would have been... Well, none of them, because it would mean that I'm watching something that and not giving attention to her. So actually none of them, which is Fair what enough. this behavior is right now, actually. So I shouldn't be even petting her because she's just like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. I'm more important than Eurovision. Like, no, bitch, nothing's more important than Eurovision. <laughs> that better make it onto TikTok. Oh, my God. Yes. That's getting clipped for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, All right. <laughs> okay, next one is San Remo. Obviously, this one is like. Uh, no, a, it's not a, next best. It's not next best. I think just a little bit. Okay, I agree. Highest, I would say highest of just a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely better than PIN. And in years prior, I know you're not a San Remo girly, but I I have been a San Remo girly. And in years prior, it was better. This was just a weak year of San Remo. Like, I don't like the drawn out format. I'm never going to like that. Neither. But But I do say, I will say, like between FIC and San Remo, San Remo, if you're going to do a long drawn out format, I do, they keep my attention. A little more. They have funny bits. The hosts are usually pretty good. There's always a dramatic moment. And, reg- but like, regardless of even like the qual, like feeling like the songs were not that great this year, in the end, almost the entire thing is still in my saved national selection favorites playlist. Because yeah. it's just, even if they're not the greatest Eurovision songs I've ever heard, they're all good quality. They get the biggest stars in Italy to participate. It's just, you know. They did it's give us quality. that Rigoberta Bandini song too, which wasn't even in the contest. Um, so, I think it is. Song? She's the older woman. The with old blue lady. Hair. Yeah. Now I can't believe I'm. Uh, something about the moon. It's something about the moon. It's. Mm. It was such a. It was so good, and it like it wasn't. It wasn't in the contest. And I remember oh. last week when I was going through my list of national final songs, it was in my national final playlist because. The only reason I knew it was because she had performed it at San Remo. Oh, she was like a like an act. She was yeah, she was like an interval act. And on and the moment of Blanco kicking in those rose bushes. Oh iconic. God. Iconic. <laughs> like there are always moments. Stupid but funny. I love it. I love Blanco. I need him back in San Remo. Like okay. one of my favorite artists. Um, I yeah, I would say top of just a little bit. Yeah, I think that's good. And the next one, Melfest. Uh, if it I, was any other year, if of it was Melfest, any other I would year, I'd say next best. But for me, this year, I mean, great that you produced a winner, 
but I, I pretty much didn't like any other song. Uh, I did not like any other song. I truly did only watch it during commercials mm-hmm. um, for the semifinals, and I don't think I watched the final. But but I it can't be in it can't be there. Yeah, you're right. Looking at the other ones that it's next to, I mean, I, I think guess it's under San Remo at least for this year. I mean, I would San say Remo they're about better. they're about even to me. But yeah, I, I would I agree with that. I think that's okay. I think I'm listening to more songs from San Remo still. So. There's another Euro song? What's this one? So this this is Belgium. Belgium. (gasps) This one was fucking Uh, good. This one was good. I loved the format. I thought that was really interesting. I like that they tried something new. Mm -hmm. So it would be between these two. I want to say that it. I want to say next best. I want to say next best below Ukraine. I agree. I agree. Like, uh, although, like, in a way, there were many problems in just terms of quality. Like, I feel like the quality could have been better, but I love the fact that it was, a. first of all, it just was, it was a new selection. They were trying something different. And so that has to be, and, and some of my favorite songs from the season came from that with Shireen and also Gala, like, and, and, and the winner. I've got to tell you something. When I first saw that Gala Dragut, is that how you say mm-hmm. her name? I was sure that this person was some kind of a Gal Gadot drag impersonator. Oh my God. Wait, I didn't even put that together. But Literally, the first time I looked at her name, I was like, wait, is this a, a Gal Gadot drag name? <laughs> Gala Drago? Oh my God. Drago? Yeah. I- and that was all I could think about whenever I would see her name pop up. But yeah, her song was good. And it gave us some really iconic moments at the final with everyone mm-hmm. thinking it was between those two. And then Gustav is the winner and his like, ah. Yeah. And they ended up getting a great result from it. Great like result. A everyone great loved result. him too. He had mm-hmm. such a good reputation with the other acts. Yeah. They really, yeah. I think they knocked it out of the park with Euro And And them, hold, them doing that, the, I don't know what it was, if, it wasn't really audition, but like the the kind of performances before when they were picking between their two songs. So smart. It had the fandom talking like mm-hmm. it kept us engaged. I feel like they were one of the national selections. The fandom was really, really pulled into during the season. So I feel like they did a lot of good things with that. Yeah, and, and I've mentioned before that I feel like there's not enough um, emphasis put on songwriters and songwriting, and I liked the workshop component where you mm-hmm. actually have the artists kind of like talking with other artists about their song and trying to decide, you know, strengths and weaknesses, because I think it put that focus back on, like, it's that it's not just some, it's not just a performance of, of a song, like it's like a whole artistic representation of a new thing. And mm-hmm. like how you can get that like from the paper to the audience to the screen. I yeah. I really appreciated that a lot about that. You song. know what that just made me think of? That's not related at all. But it just made me think of something. Art okay, I always hear about songwriting camps, right? Uh, but I and I get it. I get what it is or whatever, but I don't really get it because like Loki, when I think of songwriting camp, I'm I'm imagining you guys are like going to a summer camp. In like, like it's Camp Rock. 
Yeah, you okay. know, it's so funny that you say that. So actually, the first ever episode of eSpot podcast way back in 2001, uh, Greg and I talked with the songwriter Jonas Gladnikov. He is a Swedish songwriter. He has had uh, two songs in Eurovision, both of them for Ireland. He was the songwriter mm. on Etc. And he was also the songwriter on... Uh, the Neve Kavanaugh song, the second oh. one, not her winning song, the second one, yeah. I'm blanking on the title, but he's written both of those songs. He's had songs in other national selections. I think he made it to the final of um, Norway. Mm. Uh, to Tony Sebelius, I think maybe was the singer, uh, or maybe I'm, I'm mixing them up with someone else, but he definitely had a song in the final. I think it was a... Uh, Shit, oh, I'm, I'm blanking. Anyway, you can look him up. Jonas Gladnikov. He's a great songwriter. Mm -hmm. Really nice guy. And one of the things that we talked about on that episode was songwriting camps. And I said the same thing. When I hear songwriting camp, I think of like everyone in a cabin together doing group building exercises and writing songs. And he was like, well, some of them are like that, but you have to have a lot of money. So like you'll go to a villa. And you'll spend, oh. you know, a weekend there. Sometimes it's like that, but other times it's a lot more informal where it really just is like a workshop where, mm. you know, maybe you're not staying together. It might be in your own city, but you come together and you work on writing a song. So it's not like always as like structured as songwriting camp sounds. It's not like a factory system. Sometimes it might be like, I think Norway runs a little bit like that where they kind of organize songwriting camps, but mm -hmm. um, not everyone does. And some artists just do songwriting camps. I think it's probably more accurate to call it a workshop. Okay. Yeah. Well, because the, the, what I was um, thinking was, I was like, it would be so interesting to have like almost like a reality TV show, but if it's not formal like that, but like imagine like a produced reality TV show where it's like this songwriting camp. And there is like, one. It, it was one of the- I want it for Eurovision. Of, of American Song Contest had done it. Oh, I'll have um, to watch it. Songland, I think it was called Songland. Oh. And it was like a, yeah, like a songwriting workshop thing. And I, I didn't watch it. I don't remember exactly what the format was, but I'm pretty sure they adapted that from another show as well. So like there are songwriting shows out there. They exist. Yeah. Cause I would love to know. I just would love to understand more of that. Also that songwriter that you, you mentioned, they have done like the last several Solas and Banshee and Realta Namara from Junior Eurovision, the three best Irish Junior Eurovision songs ever. He was involved in all those. Oh, and he I also did Heartbeat realize... from 2014. I didn't realize that Jonas Friday. did Solas. That, uh, that's awesome. I knew that's he did a lot of work with uh, uh, Ireland, though. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty. It looks like all his official entries that went to Eurovision were for Ireland. And... Um, also some fun news. This isn't like in our news section, but since we brought it up, Sophie Lennon is one of the songwriters, the singer of Solace. She's one of the songwriters on this year's Irish entry for Junior Eurovision. Oh, that's good for isn't her. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. Because I saw, because she also like came up, speaking of national selections, she performed 
on the like junior Eurovision version of their national selection, which I think is literally like the same thing. I think it's also Eurosong. But she performed with Wild Youth and she she covered their Eurovision entry, but sung it in Irish. It was really good. That's so, interesting. You know, Sophie Lennon, icon queen, makes everything good. Anyways, Estee Lau. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Estee Lau this year. I think it was good this year. I think it was good this year. I would say next best behind Eurosong. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just wasn't as creative. Yeah, I think this year, for sure. But I still also think of like, oh my god, like all those songs, I'm still listening to. Like, I just did that little top 100. You know, those little Spotify things where you link your Spotify and see what comes up as you're like listening to. And that damn song, Valik, is still in there. You know what? I can't stop. I think it actually needs to be above Ukraine because yeah. thinking about the songs that I listened to a lot, there were more songs from Estee Lau that I listened to on repeat than there were songs in Vidbeer. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's just one of those ones. I don't know what it is about Estee Lau, but they're, the songs they produce are maybe... Sometimes maybe they're not the most innovative or interesting. Sometimes they are, but they something about them has such a re-listenable quality. Like you will listen to those songs over and over and over again. And you never get bored, and it that's such a common thing for me with Estee Lau's songs. Yeah. and and that year is no different for me. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um. Okay, next one. Oh God, Moldova, another hot mess express. I rem- I remember I was having a full blown meltdown because I didn't know if what the problem was with the feed. If it was my internet that was messed up, what was going on? I'm like watching ESC Plus Live. I'm on a VPN to the Moldovan direct to their channel. I'm watching hinky links that people are sending to me uh, and it's just freezing and freezing and freezing and freezing. And like, I just, I was losing it. And I honestly, I want to say that I don't know her just because it was such a traumatic experience trying to watch that show. And it was like a 450, uh, pixel screen (laughs) you finally get the stream and you can't even make anything out and the songs were bad they were bad some of them were like unlistenable to me see and i mean but i will say that damn song tempera two or whatever girl is so good but that's the one that the girl got stuck in traffic and couldn't make it Again, again, I don't know her. This one you is know, just... I, I, I'll take that one. I didn't watch it. There are still some songs from it that I'm I'm listening to still. I still listen to that song. And and also I thought Aliona Moon's song was really oh, good. Yeah, hers and... was good. Hers was good. But that song, the, the song from Sunstroke Project was... It was horrible. Good. And I was, a, I'm a Sunstroke Project. Like they were at, at the time, they were my winner when they were in Eurovision last. Um, so I'm a fan, but not not with that one. I ran into but them in Liverpool. Song, 
Huh? It was. It, I ran into them in Liverpool. It was really. They funny. were in Liverpool. They were in Liverpool. Yeah, I. I was walking. Uh, so my hotel was right near the train station. Like I had to kind of walk through the train station to like do a shortcut to where my hotel was, and uh, I'm like walking up the steps, and I'm with Greg, and I'm like, I see these guys from the back, and the height differential on the guys, and the type of suits they were wearing. I was like, I think that's sunstroke project from oh behind God. i recognized them from behind and then sure enough we kind of walk over and yeah it was them they were taking a selfie outside of the station oh wow yeah we I got wish a picture with them and everything them. yeah that, only so cool. uh, like talk to them for a second but like they were very nice uh, after we took a picture together everyone else realized something was happening and kind of swarmed us it was like okay thanks bye <laughs> get out of the crowd sort of situation oh my god that's i'll have funny. to send the picture so you can put it up on the screen um yeah i love that about being in liverpool where it's just like every you just like people you just turn around and there's like a singer there whether a current I one know. or a former one yeah that's the that's the coolest part of it. You were you met more people on the street than I did, but I feel like I was walking around a lot. Yeah, I, I don't there. really. I pretty much just stay inside unless I'm going somewhere. I also here's the thing. You are. I've talked to you about this. I don't look at people when I'm walking on the street. I just, just go straight for it. I don't look at us. I don't look at faces. I don't pay attention to anything around me. Other well, I pay attention, but I'm not looking at people. So. I like I I'm like I will never notice somebody on the street. Like I probably wouldn't have noticed Deliao. <laughs> she was running. <laughs> yeah, I I guess I don't know. I do really pay attention to like people's faces because I I'm not I'm not a person who has face blindness at all. In fact, I remember people's faces very well. I don't mm -hmm. remember names very well. Um, but I will remember if I've met you once, I'll remember what you look like. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, the next one. Jeez, you know what? Some of these were really messy. So Poland, to be a sexy Europe. One of the worst names so long has nothing to do with Eurovision. It's definitely not next best. The songs were shit. It's not next best. I it's, would say I don't you th think it's just a little bit? Uh I mean, I watched the whole thing, but I'm biased because I like watching. I, under, I understand Polish. Yeah. So when I watch it, it's there's something a little bit more that I'm getting out of it. I I think it had funny, messy moments, but I would say watch only during commercials, personally, because there's only a couple songs from it I'm still listening to. I'm listening to Gladiator, I'm listening to Blanca, and I'm listening to Booty. That's it. And, I mean, that's, a, you know, it's good I'm listening to a couple songs from it. But, I mean, I don't feel like it's a very interesting show to watch for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, I feel like it's rigged. The yeah, that's the thing on top of, of it. bad. Like the mm -hmm. studio they're in is bad. Everyone has sound issues. That's the thing, yeah. If, if it didn't give us booty, I would actually say that I don't know her. But yeah. it gave us booty, and that is a classic. So. And it did a very, I mean, honestly, the the Gladiator versus Blanca. <laughs> I like I'll, I'll mix between songs titles because I <laughs> and whatever, but oh, solo. 
I was trying to think of what her song's name was. Solo, yeah, solo. <laughs> um, the 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 battle between the two was entertaining for me, and as a person who didn't like, I wasn't obsessed with Gladiator, so like I didn't really care that much. Yeah, I <laughs> it didn't was just care kind of about either of those songs, so it was really funny to watch people be like at each other's throats over it. Like yeah. people saying like Jan would have won Eurovision. Like I'm sorry, not with those vocals. No. Not with that song. It wasn't even, I can't, literally, I, the song was in someone's edit recently. And I was like, what is this song? Because it's just so, like. It's, it's, yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would put it there. Okay. All right. It's not better than Denmark for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, song of a Kepin. So I haven't watched this one the last couple of years, to really? be honest. No. And I, it's not for any particular reason. It's just that, like, I guess other things are on that I choose over it. This was a weak year for it. But there were still some good songs for it that I'm still listening to, but I don't watch it. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't. The I'm listening to Doomsday Dancing. That's about it, to be honest. But there were some other good songs. That person... There were some... And, okay, here's what I'll say that they do right that I love. Well, I don't want to say do right, because like I don't think another country needs to do this. But this is something I love about Iceland's national selection, is the fact that the, you get the songs in English and Icelandic. That is cool. I love that. I think that is so unique, so cool. I love it. Um, but this year was weaker for it. Um, I would say, mm, huh? Ooh, I don't know. Cause like part of me one thinks it should be in watch only during commercials. It shouldn't be higher than that. Um, But then there is the part of me that is thinking, like, I don't know her because I didn't watch her. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if it's... I didn't watch watch her either, so... Did you watch anybody from, like... No, actually. You didn't watch clips or anything. So you don't know anybody else. Um, Either at the very end of watch only during commercials or at the very top of I don't know her. Okay, let's put her here then because I know that I did I was engaged with it. It's a honest. higher quality show than Moldova's was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's actually, always, always there. Moldova has to be lower than thick because the production value was just so atrocious, I think. But but think of what the song that they produced was amazing. It was amazing. Pasha? Yeah, it was pretty like, good. And they had good, they had funny moments from it. There was not a moment from Fick yes. that was entertaining. There like, was the, there was was the just, one with Ciarella, but that's it. What did she do? She was just like side-eyeing her sister, that's all. Oh, so she side-eyed me. I think she's just got so- resting side-eye face. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, damn, that was so funny. Uh, yeah. Okay, 
Germany. Ulster. Okay, wait, but no, I think oh. Poland has to be after Iceland because Iceland didn't rig their national final. Yes, yes, that's fair. I mean, I would at that point. No, no, that's good. Yes. Okay. Unser lead for Liverpool. This one sucked. Um, I watched yeah. the whole thing too. Mm -hmm. It did. There wasn't uh, by the end of it. There wasn't one that I wanted to win because <laughs> the only one going into it that I liked was Patty Gertie. And then she sounded horrible so that I couldn't even root for her. Like, you know what's I, so I, funny? My intern at my job uh, earlier this year name dropped Patty Gertie out of what? nowhere. And I was like, did you just say Patty Gertie? Because oh he was God. really into metal. And apparently she's like has been in another band, I think, that's a metal oh. band. Because we weren't oh even God. talking about Eurovision. He was literally just, we were talking about just other music and he mentioned her. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was crazy. That's, that's crazy. I know, right? I can't think of any other song from their selection apart from Lord of the Lost and Patty Gertie. Who else performed in that? There and was... I watched it. There was a guy on like a fake rock. I don't know. Okay, I probably, I don't know her. I mean, that's crazy that I watched that and I don't remember like anything. There was, I think, I think a girl that had like gold I... grass that she walked through. Gold grass, oh my Lord, I don't. That's crazy that I don't remember any of that. I would say the highest if I don't know her, though, because at least, like, I think it had, it was decent produced. Production like, it, quality it, was, it was modern. It was, you know, but, and you know what? People loved it, though. There were a lot of people that, that liked their selection, but not for me. No, it wasn't for me either. Uh, okay, so PZE. I think this one was really good. I think I, it has to be. Next best? Just a little bit? Oh, I don't know. Maybe next best. I was thinking next best on the lower end because mm -hmm. of production quality. And they did yeah. a lot of that, like, talking for three hours during voting sequence for no reason, where you don't actually know what's going on uh, thing. And I hate yeah. that. Yeah, because I remember I didn't watch this one fully, but I was clicking in throughout. But I did watch every single live performance, like after the fact. And there were so many songs that I really, really love. There were enough good songs to where there were songs I liked that got left in the semi. And I didn't know how I could fit mm. them into the final. Like, you know, that sort of thing. There's still songs I'm still listening to to this day. It was also exciting because you know, going into it, we thought, oh, maybe Hurricane is going to, like, have this in the bag because they're Hurricane, yeah, even though yeah. they're a new Hurricane, like, maybe they've got it. But then they flopped, and it kept us excited. And they also, they, some, I don't know if it's just the Serbian public, or I don't know what it is about Serbia's national selection, but they reward people who are sending something unique and different and thought-provoking. And yeah. that is something that so many other countries completely lack. So, we, like, I got to give applause yeah. to them for that. I agree with all of that. Um, I also am looking at this and I feel like I'm sorry, Ukraine, but 
like I'm just thinking about the songs from this year and I'm looking at this next best category and I'm thinking so many songs from SD Lau, so many from Eurosong, so many from PZE were really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that because I did find Ukraine's to be fairly weaker than normal. Like I listen to more songs in all those other selections than Ukraine's. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay, Supernova. No, oh. I don't know her. I don't know her. I did not listen to, I don't know anything that's going on in Supernova anymore. And what kills me about that is I used to like love Supernova. I used to follow the fuck out of Supernova. I used to, I remember one year there was something like, I remember they dropped like a hundred songs one year in like a, it was almost like a, like they just put the audio on some weird website. I don't know if it was a leak or what, but there was like a hundred. I went and listened to all 100 songs. Some of those songs were demos that never got released. Like they didn't get selected, so they never got released. And I still think about them. What has Supernova become? It's sad. It's it's so pointless to watch. There's never, like, I'm just like, man, like I, I used to really look at Latvia as like one of those countries that was like innovative in their sound and like what yeah. they were delivering in art. And now I'm just like, damn, like stuff. It's really gone downhill. Yeah, they fell off hard. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm looking at this, and I feel like their song that they actually chose was a lot better than the German song. You think? Maybe I'm just impartial. Well, oh wait, no, but Germany was my last place. Oh, but I really didn't like Latvia's as well. I'll take that. Okay. But, yeah. I feel, also, the thing about the uh, Germany one this year, too, is I'm pretty sure they had, like, a really gross racist competing. Yes, and he almost won, right? And he almost won. Ike, maybe, is his yeah. name? Yes, so you're right. Yeah, At Supernova, least... it used to be a lot better. This year was definitely not a good year. I remember mm-hmm. I and did a reaction to a Marcus Re- the Marcus Riva video, and I think it still has like 87 views on it. <laughs> uh, the thing about, okay, I mean, Marcus Riva is truly such an enigma because how does this man compete every single year and every single year his song is worse? Every year. If you go back and listen to his first ever entry, it was actually really good. He had this song, another song, Younger Days, which was, I remember that was the year when there were like uh, the 100 songs thing. I remember that song. And that was like my winner that year. Like, it's just, I, I mean, it truly needs to be studied. Like, what is this man doing? Like, <laughs> and how is he still being selected? Like, he's just grandfathered in at this point, the yeah. supernova. Like, he just, he just has, like every year has to submit a song and be in there. But girl, like, but I like kind of want the best for him. Like, I want yeah, him to do sure. well and win. I'm like, this man, like, he just needs a good song. Yeah. You know? Well, that's the truth. And it's funny because that trajectory is kind of the same, where it's like Supernova gets worse and worse and worse and worse every single year. Yeah. Okay. Another absolute mess. This thing was painful to watch. Malta. I I had watched some of like that audition segment thing that they had done and was like, this is too much for me. I can't do it. So I just waited yeah. until they pitched a song. Um, so 
For me, it's I, probably I it's, don't know her. I don't think it's I don't know her for me. Okay. Because I did follow it pretty heavily. Um and I feel like it I feel like it needs to go into the commercials one because it had like entertaining moments in the fandom that kept us engaged. Um, it's Matt Black. Yeah, Matt Black. And then of course, I mean, up to be honest, Checkmate by Brooke is still one of the best girl bops that was produced in the whole season. Um, and of course, Eliana Gomez Blanco, Queen. And of course, Greta Tood, Queen. Um, but that format is just, it's detrimental to it. Like, it's actually, it's not just bad. It's actually, I feel like harmful to, to Malta at like to their selection in general, because I, we watched those auditions and they were so bad that most of us didn't care to even watch anything else. But the actual live show was pretty good. There was actually some really good staging in that final live show. There was actually some really good songs in that final live show. It was actually had kind of had me on the edge of my seat. There were some songs that I didn't love in the audition that it made me love. And the, like they should have just focused their energy into that live show. Mm-hmm. But and it's just a waste of time. And the other thing is, I think from what I've heard is that a lot of artists kind of lose their motivation to participate in something like that where it's so arduous and it just oh my god it takes so much time and it's so messy that like why would any well-respected artist want to participate in that i feel like this whole contest is is built around well at least it gives me the uh feeling that their television broadcasters just really desperate to fill time slots um, and it's really cheap to make a show like this, like mm. how they run it, like in the like plain old studio and stocks, yeah, you know, music. And I think it probably is a little bit of just like them wanting to make something for people to watch for TV, even if it's not great programming. That's the vibe that it, it gives me. Where it's yeah. not, they're not thinking about what's good for the artists or anything. They're thinking about the advertising money that they're going to get from this two hour long show that it has eight semifinals. Yeah. Oh, that's that is true. But honestly, those damn auditions there. I there's no way they televise those auditions. So, like, just do that in private. Just do that in private. I think that they should. I don't think auditions should be televised. I did always enjoy the Belarus auditions, but I don't think it's really fair to televise auditions. I think that for San Marino, it's fair. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll but just that. because it's like, that's your that's the opportunity for anybody who wants to try to be on to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but... But otherwise, I mean, it's just just select entries because there are actually some good songs, but they got completely forgotten in the end because they threw they gave you 40 songs. I don't know how many there were, but they gave you, you know, all these songs and you went and listened to a couple of them. You're like, these are all horrible. I'm not paying attention. But it's like there were actually some really good ones. If you just pick 10, then it actually would have been a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. And also let your fu- I mean, I don't know what the rules are this year, but the whole fact that Aiden got what disqualified because he promoted his song. That's insane. You cannot be doing that to them. Like they need to be able to promote their song. That's insane. That's insane. 
I mean, it's not like they leaked their song before it was released. No, like you, the song was out there and they're just not allowed to like talk about it. That's that crazy. was like what they did with American Song Contest, where like the songs were out, but you couldn't play them yeah. on the radio because some part of the deal was that the winner got to have uh, exclusive radio play on iHeartRadio. Like, why would you handicap the like anybody's listening to iHeartRadio? Like, for, yes, first of all, who's listening to radio anyway? And it's like, but to make it so that you just basically, you just can't, you're just like, the yeah, only place that it's can't. allowed to exist is on NBC's YouTube for three weeks. Then that's it. Yeah. And then it's just gone like, forever. Uh, why is it geoblocked in America? It makes, no, it's so <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid. But okay, yeah. so where should this be in watch only during It should not, it should, it should be, I think, where you had it between Iceland and Poland or or behind Poland. They didn't rig Malta though. Stupid rules, but there's no that rigger we rig. know of. That we know of. That we I, know. And I liked the busker more than I liked. Solo. In some ways, they could have. You could say they rigged it because Aiden was probably going to win, and then they disqualified him. He so. did technically break a rule. It was just a stupid rule. Yeah, but mm, I will say there were some other artists that broke the rule that didn't get disqualified. Oh, really? Is that true? I, I'm pretty sure Brooke, I remember Brooke had posted stuff and she like deleted it pretty quickly, but like, you know, you could have told Aiden to just delete it yeah. instead of disqualifying it. Well, okay. So Norway, Melody Grand Prix, I feel like this, I, I wouldn't put it in next best for me. I would say probably just a little bit above San Remo. I'll I'll say that's acceptable. I mean, I personally would put it in next best because okay. I feel like, you know what I actually kind of loved about the way, well, maybe it's just the way it played out this year. I kind of love the idea that there was enough time for a song to go viral. And maybe this was just a fluke, but mm. there was enough time for a song to go viral. And probably that ended up changing the course of history, not just for her winning the selection, but also her doing really well in Eurovision and her hype up into that point. And, you know, I think that whereas with Melfest, the fact that the qualifying songs don't get released until the final. And so the only songs that get released commercially are the ones that didn't qualify. So they no longer have a chance to even win so then you never have that opportunity really happening right. um whereas with mgp because all the songs are released i mean they do the rollout i feel like maybe it would be a little more fair to do the rollout all at once like they used to do because alessandra was in that first semi and so she had all those weeks to go viral and then mm -hmm. you think of the people who were in the last semi they didn't have a chance to you know build up that kind of hype um but I feel like there were so many good songs. I feel like the production is so good. Um, and I do feel like it was an exciting show. Like, even though she went viral, like, we didn't know she was going to win or not. There was that other guy's song. And I the I, but I also feel like the diversity of their selection. I do feel like they have, like, so... They have... I don't know. I feel like they have... They have a really... I feel like they're doing a lot of really good things. Whereas maybe like Malfest is on a decline. I feel like they're doing really well. Like, I don't know. 
But I think that that's a good place for it, I guess. I would personally put it in next best, but I, I, I want to hear, I what's your okay. reasoning for putting it a little low? little bit just because I genuinely did just watch it a little bit Mm -hmm. um but I could I could I see the points that you're making if we put it in next best I would put it in after Ukraine you're right the production quality is incredibly high yeah um on one hand I dislike the amount of discourse that MGP creates because I find it to be annoying. Yeah. But on the other hand, as we've talked about in the past regarding Steve Carlson, he is so hated and he pisses off some of the worst people. So that it makes us love him. <laughs> that it makes that it makes me actually like him a little bit. Um so I would, I think I could, I think, you know, yeah, maybe next best, but, but low, I would, I would, I would leave it here probably. That's fair. And I will say like Akuvi was robbed and that just made me think of the format, the, like the result format with the way they like call out people who didn't oh, qualify, but it's also really entertaining. Yeah, this is one of those contests that's like it's got it's got its quirks. It's just not one of my favorite ones. Like I'm never thinking, oh, I got to watch MGP. And see, it's one of my favorites every year. Okay, because they've also done in past like weird runoff super final things, and I hate super finals. I, I yeah, I don't like that. I think that I will say I I suppose I'm. I've never been a fan of since they've expanded it. Like I did prefer when they did just pick 10 songs. I I mean, I get them expanding it because it was probably doing pretty well. And, you know, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I do like a lot of the songs. So I guess I'm, I'm fine with it. There's, there's always, there's a lot of trap. Like, I, I'm surprised you don't like it because low key to me, it gives me the same vibes as Esti Lau for me. Like, there's always like just a lot of fun pop songs that are maybe a little trashy, but like, they're, it is they're fun. That, that is something I, I appreciate that Norwegian people don't seem to be afraid to like have a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. And, and people don't like that. Like, people hate, there's like a subsector of people that, hate sub subwoofer hate ticks because of that but i like it like i'm like okay they took a risk though with those things and and honestly like subwoofer did great you know imagine like what other country would would a lot a lot of countries would not let something like that even go on mm-hmm. you no. know but i love that they were like so into just their whole everything and they support their artists very well i think yes yeah mm-hmm it seems like it. Yeah. Okay. So this next one, The Voice, you, Georgia. Or were you going? Did you want to add something? Oh no. Sorry. Okay. Uh, The Voice, Georgia. I. I don't know her. I don't know her, and I think it needs to go last because I think doing The Voice is the absolute worst way that you could do a selection. I think it doesn't make sense to like. Why are we running this through The Voice? Like, I don't okay, mind it. he'll technically get a good singer, but it has nothing to do with the song. 
And mm -hmm. what did we get out of the voice? We didn't get a song out of the voice. We got like, it was so close their selection to when the deadline was like that Eero had like two weeks or something to write that song and it sucked. That's very true. I will say, I don't mind it as a selection. Like I think, I think it actually worked really well when, but it's kind of weird. Like remember they used it for Malta and that's how they got Destiny Chukunere. But then you think like, I mean, seriously, like, why did Destiny Chukunere have to go through all of that? But um, I don't mind it as a selection as much because I do think a lot of countries have a problem with, you know, their people not knowing how to sing at all. Or I should say, like, internal selections not be ending mm. up being good live singers. That's and very so true. if you're not going to do, maybe they don't have the music industry enough to do a, a national selection where you're going to get, you know, 10 song, 10 really good quality songs to do a selection. So it makes more sense to do something where you can select a really good singer and then you can work with them to produce a really good song. And they have, so they have the resources to like to, to create that. Um, I do think it being so late in the season, which I totally forgot about is a horrible thing like that that's yeah. completely doing a disservice i mean i i guess I don't, the... sorry i don't think that this should even be on the list i don't think it should be considered a national final because i don't think that's what it is i get yeah you're I not mean, picking that's... a song you're not you are not picking a song but the this, people no... picked an artist like they, it, an it... Artist. they didn't pick a song this is yeah. a song contest yeah i mean i think that Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't mind it. I really don't. But I think that they definitely would need to do it earlier if they if they do it again. Because even, I mean, honestly, like Israel did that. It wasn't the voice, but they did a singing competition. And I feel like, I mean, that's what produced Netta. But like Netta's such a unique person. Like, cause and, and Finland had done it in a way where like they I think they internally chose Sarah Alto and then they gave her a few songs and then they did the selection off of the songs. I'm fine with that kind of a format because mm. you're at least choosing a song. Like a, a singer can be a great singer, but if you give them a shitty song, then what's the point? Would they have chosen that shitty song if it was in a final, if they had a choice over it? That's fair. I like. I'd I guess I like I, to see a song where people choose a song and then a singer gets assigned to it later. That would be even more appropriate to me than. Oh this. my god, that's horrible. Those are my least favorite kind of selections to that's me. That's how demos happen. A songwriter yeah. does a demo and they give it to somebody else and they find a singer that works with it. I yeah. I mean, I guess in that way that's true, but. When anytime I've ever seen that format of a selection, I've always felt like it's because I want to say Germany had done that like a lot of times and and it always ends. And, and I remember the United Kingdom did that and it always ends up making the song feel so unpersonal to per. Yeah, unpersonal or whatever the right word is, not personal to the artist, because like. But isn't it? Yeah. Isn't, yeah, because it's yeah. just given like, to them. Yeah. And you and when you hear. I don't know. I feel like when it's like a demo, well, like demos are meant to say a demo. But like when I see when I when it's a, a competition, I'm seeing two people sing this song. I'm like, well, how do I pick? Because like, really, it's the same song and I'm voting for the song. 
So, you know, like anytime I've seen that in a selection format, I'm always like, okay. I mean, like, you know, but. I mean, I think it's it, the best thing to do is ha- to you're choosing the singer and the song together. Yeah. I think yeah. I don't think it's good to divorce the two, but between those two options, I would probably prefer to choose the song over the singer. Mm. I guess. But where would I, you put the the voice then? I would put personally? it last. You would still put With it last. With all that said, I would still put it last. <laughs> oh my god! Because I didn't watch it, and it's not—it isn't a real selection. There's not much to go off of. I mean, I love Iru, but yeah, she's great. I mean, that's—I guess maybe I'm biased because, like, when I think of the people that I remember being picked off of, like a singing competition, I think of. Iru, I think of Destiny Chukunyere, I think of Nada, I think of, I think, Eden Elena. So I loved all those people. So in a way, I just think internally select your artist and work with them to create the song if yeah. that's what you're going to do. Um, we don't Why need are to go. Some countries so afraid to do internal selections. You know, I don't know, but I mean, what, I guess we'd have to go through the winners, but like, are most of the winners national selection people? I think most of them are. Ooh, yeah, that's interesting. Who would have been the last internally selected winner? Me literally looking up Eurovision Was Duncan Lawrence internally selected? Duncan Lawrence was internal. Yeah, it. I guess him. But like, I mean... Toy was a singing competition for to select Netta. Salvador was, you know, Jamala, Mons. Conchito, I think, was a national selection. Hmm. I guess oh, other than Duncan, then maybe Azerbaijan when they won. Wow. I you know what? I never considered this before. And I always feel like internal selections feel like they have better results, but maybe that's not true. I would love to see Eurovision Tom do an episode about that. Yes, he should. Because I agree with you. I do feel like generally speaking, internal selections have a better quality. But and like whereas with national selections, we get some really horrible songs from it. But we also get some great ones. I mean, a national selection is the perfect, it's the only way to replicate Eurovision and see what the results might be like, you know? So I feel like that is the perfect way to pick your song in that capacity. But but it is interesting looking at that and realizing that most of them are all national selection ones. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, where, oh, where? Could this be? You got to edit in the uh, the uh, the Jeopardy theme, because where, oh, where, oh, where could my little UMCO go? Last place. I mean, yeah, I mean, this year especially. um, Literally the best national selection of the year. Perfect. Perfection. Perfection. Cannot think of a thing that they need. What do they need to fix? I mean, song diversity was great. The rollout of songs, the way that they do them is great. The fact that it's incredibly egalitarian, everyone gets the same budget to do their music video thing. The accessibility factor is 
through the roof. They've got multiple languages um, for their uh, live show with the commentary. They've got sign languages interpretation on all of the songs. They have subtitles on everything. Their social media game is incredibly strong, keeping people yeah, making engaged. the content, making the content with the artists. Those are always so much fun. And also all of those subtitled so that people can yeah, actually understand yeah. what's being said. That, that There's no mysteries about UMCO. Like they, they lay everything out about like how the show is going to run. The, the whole package is they just, they knock it out of the park in every single category. Uh, even Benidorm Fest doesn't come close to UMCO in my opinion. No. In no. fact, I, I almost think that like, honestly, it probably should be like that because I think the only one here that that's true that nailed it every single step of the way was Uimco. Yeah, I agree with that. I and and also I love the fact that they they managed to get really big artists and then you have artists that are it's their first single being put out, but like you said, because they all get like the same budget and all the opportunity to like basically make a video and and all that they have the same opportunities no matter if it's your first ever song or you're a huge artist it's not like there's some imbalance in that and you give everybody the same opportunity to 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 succeed is like that's what that is the standard that we should be holding all national selections to yeah i agree i agree god i cannot wait to see what they do this year because I now know. they know too everything that they've done right so all they have to do is replicate it Yes. Yeah. And and it is crazy to look at it because, I mean, I will say, well, it's always been good, but I mean, this year was really the moment where I was just like, wow, you guys are, I mean, well, last year too. I'll say last year. To me, last year was the beginning of the renaissance of UMK. Yeah. Yeah, that like, was the moment where it was like, oh, something's really happening here. Like they're cooking yeah. with gas over here in Finland. Mm -hmm. Wow. So this is our ranking of yeah. all of the national selections. Is there anything else in there that you feel isn't right? <laughs> Someone should be moved around or switched around? Um, you know, it's hard because I looked at Portugal sitting there. I know. I haven't felt right about that this whole time. Yeah, like, it just kills me to have it there, but it's hard because I really just, like, don't listen to, like, any of the songs from it. So it's like... Okay, hear me out. It... Based on production quality... Quality. You're right. You're right. To be... Yeah. Because... I have to be objective with it. Like I'm speaking from my personal, whatever, that fact that I don't listen to any of the songs, but the songs were great and yes. it was a great selection. And they put so, it together really well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel much better. Yeah. That I looks better that. to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I, I think I agree with this. I think I'm good with this. I would say though to everyone watching, tell us what you think. Do you agree with this? You have to let us yes. know in the comments. Yes, and we will leave the link for you guys to go and do this ranking yourself. So if you want to have some fun doing this and then let us know, how did you rank them? I love seeing that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, some people posted in the comments last week. Um, just, what did we do last week? Uh, national final songs. Yes. 
I, I remember people did it. <laughs> yeah. And then we also did the top and bottom and people did that too. It's so fun yeah. to see you guys' rankings too. It really makes it more fun. It is. And you know what I found um funny about the national final uh, favorites was like, I could kind of tell the people who were like my viewers because I was like, oh, you guys have the same exact taste as me. Like, I see why you guys subscribed to me because I was like, those are all girl bops. Those are all like... <laughs> Some of those people, I'm like, oh my God, I don't dislike a single song you just named. Like, those were all my favorites. So I love so seeing funny. that sort of stuff. It's so much fun to go back and look at that. And yeah, thank you again to uh, ESC Gabe for, yes. for the idea for this. Again, like we have to give a million times credit to you for, for putting this together, having this idea, obsessed with it. Yeah, this was so mm -hmm. fun. I love playing games with you. I know, me too. It's so much fun. Like, this is, like, I have never had, like, a Eurovision bestie to do these types of things with. It's so much fun. I'm, like, literally, I think back to, you know, a few years ago when I had a friend group drop me for, for talking about Eurovision too much. And now, now here I am. Like, you know, now I have friends that I can actually talk about Eurovision with. Non-stop. <laughs> we just never, literally never want to end the call because it's just so much fun to talk about Eurovision. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All righty, guys. So that is it for the ninth episode of the Joint Sleep Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. I had so much fun doing this ranking with you, Renata. It's always fun to hear your opinions. Actually, this time we were kind of, we were pretty, I feel like we, we argued a little, but we got there in the end. I feel like we yeah. were pretty much, you know, on the same wavelength with that. Yeah, I think we were feeling a little bit more objective with the national finals than we were with maybe songs. But national finals aren't as, like, we don't have as much maybe a personal feeling. The yeah, way I think songs that, touch us personally. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're going into it with, like, an objective perspective as opposed to, like, your own personal views, then it's a little easier to kind of, you know, make compromises. Yeah, and that, See where and other that people are coming from. Because there were definitely some points you made that I hadn't considered about some of those national finals. Yeah, exactly. And as usual, like I love doing this with you. And thank you guys all who made it to the end, who watched this episode. We appreciate you guys so, so much for listening. So if you made it to the end, yes. drop an ice cream emoji in the chat. Mm. I don't know why I said ice cream, but drop an ice cream emoji. How about that? Are you making shade towards the fact that I lost my job at an ice cream shop? <gasps> No. Because that seemed really shady, Renata. I'm really actually I offended. Literally, I, it was not because of that. It's because I've been thinking <laughs> about Katia a lot lately. And in Polish, ice cream is slang for something else. Mm. Okay. That you do with an ice cream. Oh. Oh, I see. I see. Well, that's great to know. I'm, I'm excited to learn more Polish with you. Um, and if you guys are excited to learn more Polish, make sure you subscribe to the channel. See them as well on any other episode of the Joint Slate Podcast, as well as don't forget to subscribe to Renata's channel, the eSpot. All the links will be listed in the description down below. And yeah, guys, my name is Nexi Rainbow. And I'm Renata from the eSpot. And we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>